in terms of your role then, obviously you t- took over from Nick Robinson, yeah. um, who now works for the YCF. Yeah. Give us an outline in terms of what the analyst role now entails for Yorkshire. Okay, well, as a bit of a sort of preamble, um, I've been, or, yeah, I was going to say have been, but still, involved with Durham since 2006. Um, the first year of my involvement coincided with Martin Moxon's last year. And that also coincided with the first year of the ECB's video data project. Um, so in 2006, all 18 counties were furnished with their own um, uh, digital video cameras, um, coaxial cable, um, laptop um, computers furnished with uh, video analysis software which in those days was called Crickstat, which was a South African product. Um, and they had other peripherals which would allow them to record and database every ball of, of every home game. Well, for that first year, that's what we did. Um, Martin then decided to, to move on and, and came back to Yorkshire. And Jeff Cook, who then took his place, was quite keen on the idea of the video analysis side of things. I did other things at the club over and above that, but he was very keen to see that extended. And so the following year, we went home and away. Um, I'm not sure if it's coincidental or not. Probably absolutely is that we won our first trophy that year. But then subsequently, we built on it year on year and enjoyed some success through 2008, nine, And then in 2009, I, I kind of separated myself into... Uh, a limited company, and grew in other areas as well as cricket. So um, I've had through the winters good relationship with a number of other organisations, um, always coming back to cricket as and when through the, the winter months, but fundamentally challenging you know, myself with different sorts of environments, different sorts of um, coaches and coaching, um, different sorts of... Uh, uh, challenges full stop, I guess. You know, different people want to take different things from the process. But for me, it's always been a case of one sport feeding off another or me feeding off somebody else. And therefore, that's been a really kind of helpful scenario to, 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 to develop, both from a personal development point of view and also in terms of passing skills and expertise on to other people. Mm-hmm. So... It was when Martin came to Riverside last year in 2003 for that never-to-be-forgotten game when Durham declared and Joe Root almost single-handedly won the game um, that we were talking about Nick moving on when he graduated and the possibility of us extending a, a, a role down to, um, down to Yorkshire. And, and I have two people who work for me and are very good at Durham and therefore that conversation afforded me the opportunity to to look at things south of uh, south of Scotch Corner. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, hence, you know, I've got involved this year. We've agreed that it will be a, a trial year to see whether or not um, they feel there's merit in consolidating things next year and equally whether or not I think it's something that's you know, continually attractive to mm. me from a business point of view. So. I suppose I'm interested in the technology side. Yeah. What, what are the advances um, that you've brought or technologies well, that have moved on from? Okay, so, so since 2007, uh, we've changed the software package, or ECB have changed the software package, 
that um, the counties use. We're now using a Kiwi product called Feedback Cricket rather than the South African product which was Crickstat. Um, that works quite quite well, it's quite stable and we all, I think, feel that that's moving in the right direction. But in terms of bringing a bit of an advantage to Yorkshire, I've put a second camera in here. We have something at the rugby club end now called a high cam, which is a, a substantial telescopic um, mounted camera. Um, that can go up to, well, it could probably look over the, the rugby stand and see into a rugby game wow. if, like, if I wanted to, to focus on anything other than cricket. But it, it will go up to about 20 metres. And on a, on a typical cricket day, it's up at about 8, 9 metres. And that will allow us to see over the umpire's head to what's happening down the, the line of the wicket. So we have a, a scenario where we've got a camera at both ends and the ability to switch over by over. So at the moment, that's running in um, what you would call an analogue manner. Um, that's standard definition footage, which with the best one in the world is not as clear or as crisp as I would like it, the players would like it, the coaches would like it. Uh, we are running a high definition system up at um, Chesterley Street, but you know, they do say makes... Yeah, you know, haste slowly as they, as they say. Yeah. And it's a case of possibly bringing that sort of system in um, to Headingley next year. But as a, as a step in the right direction, two cameras gives the, the, the batsmen and the coaches the ability to see you know, just what's happening yeah. from the business end. There's, there's not a lot of value in seeing things from behind the, the batsman. No. Um, better to go down the wicket from behind the bowler. So uh, that's, that's, you know, what about the, I'm just thinking the, the Zoom aspect, I yeah. suppose thinking camera and technology in a second, because it's a fixed camera. It's um, a fixed camera, yeah. In terms of the Zoom capability, I've seen highlights from Yorkshire Games, yeah. um, and, and it's fine, it, you know, you see the, the static view as you see mm. all the decisions and all the rest of it for analysis mm. or entertainment purposes, it's great. Um have you got that functionality, or is I've it got, just a fixed yeah, lens? No, no, I've got, in terms of what we're obliged to provide for the ECB, um, and at the end of the day, through the financial arrangements between the ECB and Yorkshire, there's a commitment from each of the 18 counties to code every one of their home games. So that is a requirement. Um, and if they meet that requirement, the counties get in the region of £50,000 as part of the um, performance-related fee payment. So <clears throat> that's something that we're obliged to do, and what they want for that purpose is fixed camera images. Um, so all 18 counties do pretty much the same thing. There's a protocol which we have to follow. We've gone beyond that as of another number of counties. We're putting two cameras in, but they, they have to be fixed. But no, it's a fair question, John. We have a, um, a capability to pan, tilt and zoom. Um, I've got a number of units, that self-same unit itself, if I didn't have it locked into a fixed position, would pan, tilt and zoom. So we can, as I do with hockey and rugby and, and other sports during the winter, we could follow a player or follow the ball. Um, and I've got a number of options that would allow us to do that. I've got one that's um, operable by um, a sort of remote um, cabling scenario down to 
ground level. I've got another one that's operable via joystick. Um, one that will operate via what you and I would know as Cat5, Cat6 cables. The other one that will operate off the, the network. So potentially I could give anybody in the ground the IP address of the camera and they could pop up the image on their, their computer. Because I suppose thinking about the functionality of the analyst role, potentially it's both um, providing coaching material and analysis for Yorkshire, mm. but also the entertainment side for fans. And mm. um, Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose seeing a bit of the IPL on terrestrial TV and seeing what, what they do with cameras, mm. they're very much cutting edge in terms of alternative views and oh, uh, you know some I mean, see that as gimmick yeah. gimmicking some see it as actually it's it's just offering it as something a bit different perspective yeah. wise well, one of the um one of the things that i agreed to do this year with the chief exec when we had the discussions right that are coming down was to create a, a five minute clip of each day's play um to post onto the website with a view to potentially exploiting that further um maybe year two, three, four, but maybe not through me, through somebody with more appropriate skills, more appropriate techniques and perhaps more appropriate equipment. But with what I've got, and I've got a range of different things, um, I'm trying to do as good a job as I can built in and around the analyst role. So in an away game, for example, I will set myself up and I won't be obliged to code from the ECB's perspective because that's the home analyst's job. Um, but I can, as a result, choose as and where I as and where I sit, as and what I do. Um, I can choose what to do with that footage. So it might be, for example, you know, we've done a nice little project on Adil Rashid's leg break and his googly. Um, so we've we've made some very clear comparisons, some very clear observations from a coaching point of view. And Adil's really engaged with that and we feel as though we've moved him on a little bit in so much that uh, he's got a clear understanding of what he is doing, uh, a clear understanding of what he might be doing and uh, an idea of how he can work towards that and as the analyst I can help monitor that and feed back to the coaches and bring them into the loop and so we're all off the same the same sort of hymn sheet um, likewise we did a, a little bit of work with Tim Bresnan recently who was keen to establish exactly what his hand position was and with some decent quality high definition footage we were able to show him two very distinct images where there was only a small amount of difference but that difference led to a wicket taking ball as opposed to what you might call a stock ball yeah. um, so we're, we're, we're getting into increasingly subtle um, areas um, which actually will probably make the biggest difference mm. uh, the gross stuff has been done with these guys when they were 16, 17, 18. Um, the fine-tuning that we're doing with them as sort of more senior players um, is actually where they will get the biggest performance gain. So. And I suppose looking to the future, is there any either technology advances that you're excited about or the capability um, in terms of using cameras at Headingley? Yeah, I'm very excited about the idea of using um, multiple cameras, um, probably sat on a network, so in all likelihood IP cameras. Um, I'm also very excited about the idea of other grounds doing that as well, where potentially we could all feed into uh, a single centre and that 
would obviously be be somewhere like Loughborough. Um, but for the England coach to be able to have multiple feeds on his screen, um, to be able to then say, well, I'd like to go to that screen because Tim Bresnan's bowling at Headingley, and then I'd like to go to that screen because Stephen Finn's bowling at Lords, or that screen because somebody else is bowling at Sophia Gardens, then for me that's extraordinarily powerful and mm. would leave us seriously well advanced in terms of our opposition. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited about that. I'm also quite excited about having um, high definition options in terms of what that might do for, for coaching. Um, at the end of the day, you need to have a sufficiently detailed image to be able to, 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 to make pertinent observations. Um, but I'm also very keen on the idea of, of the, the notion that you you can't manage what you can't measure. So putting some measurables in there along with uh, subjectivity is, is quite important. So yeah. being able to measure what we do is, uh, is, is, is important. But also then on the back of that, bringing in new technologies such as GPS, uh, integrating that with video, integrating that knowledge with the knowledge of the, the sports science support, the sports medicine sure. support. I see the whole support team needing to, to join up and work as one. Um, and that's tough, bearing in mind the nature of the programme, but that's something that I genuinely do feel as though we're, we're working towards here. So. What about the spectator experience? Is there anything technologically wise you think? Uh, I, I mean, as I said earlier, some will see these sort of things as gimmicks, but yeah. anything that could bring a, an extra something to someone's yeah, experience absolutely. at a game? Yeah, no, I do think within a very short space of time that people will be able to see replays mm. on their iPads, um, replays on their iPhones or whatever they use. Um, and that can only be good, you know, for you to be able to see something that's just happened, um, possibly in slow motion, possibly in a way that you can scroll through it. Yeah, I think it's great. I saw a piece of technology during the winter up in Scotland, which essentially allowed that, you know, two, two, two dads were, were watching a game of football, a game was being filmed, and they were on the sideline going back through their youngster's performance at half-time, yeah. saying, well, you know, I, I remember him taking a shot of goal in the 24th minute. Let me just scroll through that. And there was a wireless link between their iPad and and the um, and the camera. Yeah. Um, and the ability to go into the, the, the footage that had been saved on the camera was was tremendous. Yeah, I think that sort of thing is very exciting. And, um, and in terms of the, I suppose, the cricket analyst role that you do... Um, it's all extra, what I think, of sort of half percents to help mm. the Yorkshire squad and the coaching team understand their mm. roles and what they're doing and yeah. uh, clarifying. I think what there's also a real need to do is better understand cricket. Because yeah. I don't think we, we fully understand cricket because cricket's changed. And I think our understanding of the changes isn't as sharp as it could be. So ultimately it's a case of... Um, almost redefining the sort of stats that we capture or redefining the priority that we put on certain stats. I mean, for me, for a little while now, um, the notion of an average has been almost irrelevant. You know? mm -hmm. um, it's 
down to match winning performances. You know, that's what you want people to put in. You don't want them yeah. to put in um, volume of runs per se. Uh, you want them to put in match winning performances. Now, match winning performances may not necessarily correlate with huge numbers of runs or a no. wonderful average. So with context. Absolutely. And, and quite often you can see figures and statistics out of context. Hmm. So there is a challenge, I think. And 2020 presents probably the biggest challenge where things have changed so much hmm. that um, you know, certainly uh, averages in the context of 2020 mean nothing. You know? yeah. Whereas uh, the proportion of dot balls of bowler bowls or the number of dot balls a batsman faces um, can be really quite important yeah. yet we don't go searching for those sorts of things nor do we search for things like virtual maidens or, or dot ball strings now five dot balls in a row is virtually a maiden um, not quite but as a bowler you'd want to bowl five dot balls in a row yeah. and as a batsman you'd be <laughs> kicking yourself chided yeah. if you faced <laughs> you know, five balls in a row so at the end of the day do those sorts of scenarios exist well if you look at the traditional cricket scoreboard no but if you look behind the detail then the answer is unequivocally yes yeah. and therefore what can we do to A identify that and B make sure that you know, from a, a coaching point of view we bring that to the attention of players we do something about it we either maximise it or minimise it whichever is appropriate um, but in terms of the way that we gather information it's got quite a, quite a big bearing so that's something that we're keen to um, work on here at the moment and it's certainly something that we think is important to the performance in 2020 so uh, it's a, it's a conversation that's continually at the sort of forefront, forefront of our minds.